Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we're now on episode nine. Yes. Yes. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Nine episodes. I think episode 10 will be like a big one because like you 10 episodes, know, like is, that's... It's an so, accomplishment. It definitely is. Um, so thank you to all our listeners. We're super um, excited to get started. So again, this is episode nine. And on um, this week's episode... We are going to be, obviously, tasting a wine. Jenny has mm-hmm. a wine she's going to taste. And I actually have, like, a mocktail Mai Tai that I made. Um, I got she made the, it all by herself. All by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I got the recipe on Pinterest. So we'll be trying, I'll be trying that. And then um, this week's episode is all about books with dragons in it or dragon themed books so we have a couple of reviews to go over and even um a dragon game which was i was surprised that we even found something for that i'm kind of nervous she just sprung this on me by the way so (laughs) it was um i i saw it on um like a quizlet kind of thing where it was like do you know the pop culture dragons or something so I thought, I was like, we're doing a dragon episode. This fits in perfectly. So we'll be doing that. And obviously the review of the books that mm-hmm. we've read so far. Awesome. So let's get started. All right. Some wine? Yes. All right. So today I have a wine that my friend gave me. Um, it's a Moscato. It's called Villa Jolanda. We'll go with right? that. Yeah. yeah. Villa Jolanda. Dolce, Moscato Dolce. I've never had it. I've had Moscatos, but not this brand. I really like the little bottle. Oh, it smells good. Oh, that's good. Um, (gasps) That's delicious. And I was telling Jenny when she first showed me the bottle that it looks similar to one that I've seen before, but it was like a, I don't know if it was like a rosé or like a raspberry sparkling one, Mm. but it came in like a bottle like that, but it was in a pink color. It's pretty dangerous because it's really sweet mm. and good. Yes. So that's like a good it. one. Awesome. We, it's been a while since we've had like a really good wine. I know. All of them sucked. <laughs> so shout out to your friend who gave you a yes, really good wine. Yes, Damaris. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And I really like the bottle. And like I said, it reminds me of something I've had before. Yeah, it's good. Um, for me, I did the Mai Tai mocktail. Um, it's just ice. Uh, Lemon-lime soda, pineapple juice, orange juice, grenadine. Oh, good job. (laughs) (laughs) And um, obviously you can garnish it with like a lime slice, an orange slice. And if you like um, cherries, you can add that to it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll take a sip and try it. I I put a lot of ice. I put a lot of of ice in it. They're very delicious. Yep. I mean, it just tastes like juice, like a sparkling juice. Which is dangerous. And, you know, I do wish I could have, like, the rum <laughs> in it. But, you know, we'll get there eventually. This summer. This maybe. summer. Yes. We'll this summer. Some Mai Tais. Mm-hmm. Some real Mai Tais. Right. Because um, I like, I've had mango Mai Tais, yeah. but I've never had a pineapple one. So I actually like this. Mm-hmm. So I can only envision it with, like, rum or something. And it'd be really good. But as a mocktail, it's delicious. It just tastes like a sparkling juice. It has that sparkle from the lemon lime soda I use Sprite. Um, and it tastes good. It's refreshing. Good. Getting you ready for the spring, summer. I know, and it's and very whole... nice outside right now. Yes. So it's perfect. And that's kind of when I was looking up uh, recipes, I was like, I put in spring mocktails <laughs> just to get me in that, like, realm just because it's been so nice lately. So yeah. I was just like, oh, I need something nice and refreshing. Awesome. So it was really, really good. All right. Are you ready for this game? No, I am not. All right, let me pull it up. <laughs> Okay, so it's called How Well Do You Know Your Pop Culture Dragons? Oh, God. And I'm assuming it's just, like, dragons in movies and things mm-hmm. and maybe in books. I've, I haven't gone through the list yet because I want it to be as fresh as possible. So yeah. I didn't want to be... No cheating. Exactly. Okay, good. So I feel like you're going to get this one. It's what kind of dragon did Harry Potter have to face in the Triwizard Tournament? Oh, shit. Um, Was it a Norwegian... What is it? Ridgeback? Uh-huh. Swedish short snout? Nope. Hungarian horn tail or Chinese fireball? I think it's the Hungarian horn tail. Okay. I think. 
Uh, I'm second guessing, but I think it's that. Okay. I feel like you could be right, but then I'm also leaning towards that Norwegian. Yeah, it's one of those two. All right, let's go with Hungarian Horntail. Yes, please. You are correct. All right. Fill in this, is it smog? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, okay. (laughs) Fill in this smog quote from The Hobbit. I am fire, I am blood. I am fire, I am death. I am fire. I am hungry. I am fire. I am smog. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm going to go with I am fire. I am smog. Nice to know. meet you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not it. And I, I love like the Hobbit. It's in the Hobbit, right? Yes. <laughs> it's either I am fire. I am death or I am fire. I am so blood. So my first thought was death, but I went with the whole smogness <laughs> to the I doubt it's that one or a hungry. So let's try and decide between blood and death. I feel like death. death. Yeah, death. And we are correct. Awesome. I should have just went with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because nice to meet you. I don't think he would ever say that. In the How to Train Your Dragon movie, what species is toothless, monstrous nightmare, night fury, or toxic nightshade? One. Oh wait. Um, Night Fury. I'm, I'm almost say. positive it's Night Fury. Mikey will kill me yes. if I don't get this right. Yes, you are correct. Okay, good. Which one of these dragons does not belong to Daenerys in Game of Thrones? Uh, Viserion? Did you Ray- say Daenerys? Daenerys. Daenerys? Isn't that what I said? You said... <laughs> That's not what I said? You said... <laughs> Daenerys. Oh, Daenerys. Yep. My God. Viserion, Rhaegal, Rhaegal, Rog, Rhaegal. You're on your own on this one. Drogon or Balerion. Well, I know it's not Drogon because wasn't that like um this guy's character? Oh my God, the guy, Aquaman. Uh, why can't I think oh, of his Momoa? name? Momoa? Yeah, Jason Momoa. Wasn't that his name in the show? I don't know. And I don't think she named a dragon after him. I don't, so I've only ever seen Game of Thrones once. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Game of yeah. Thrones. Game right? of Thrones. Once. Mm-hmm. So I don't know it as well as most people who have watched it a hundred times. I feel like it's Drogon. Because I feel like she didn't name... I don't think she named her well, dragon. I'm gonna back you up on that answer just because uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I was wrong. Oh, boo. It was. I'll never Bal- trust you again. <laughs> Balerion. Balerion. That sounds terrible. That does sound terrible. My bad. All right. Where does Puff the magic dragon live? By the sea, in the woods, near a lake, a cozy apartment in Lower Manhattan. Who's that? Puff the Magic Dragon? Yeah. Isn't there a song like Puff the Magic? I don't know. So let's go by a lake? <laughs> that sounds about right. Near a lake? Yeah. Wrong. Oh, well. By the sea. <laughs> I mean, we I got mean, the water. water. Yep. Come on. All right. I got... say New York City. Um. Okay. And the never ending story, Falcor. Oh, my God. Right? That's how you say it? So, <laughs> there's a luck dragon, pen dragon, rad dragon, or gomork. So, this is Mike's absolute favorite movie. Oh, so you better get this right. I have never seen the movie. You've never seen the never ending never story? I've never seen the never ending story. I think he hyped it up too much for me, mm-hmm. and I just refused to watch it. Mm-hmm. But he's obsessed with it. And That's I don't like a, like know. A, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid, so I I have no idea what it could be. What are the answers again? Love Dragon, Pen Dragon, Rad Dragon, and Gamork. Let's go with Gamork. The most ridiculous sounding name. Well, we were wrong. He was a luck dragon. Okay, well. Like There we go. Yep. <laughs> Which of these actors has encountered a dragon at some point during their film career? Matthew Dillon, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew Morrison, and Matthew Perry. Or Matthew Perry. 
I don't think Matthew, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, no. He's the one from Friends, right? Yeah. Okay. And I don't think Matthew McConaughey either. Yeah, I don't recall anything he's ever been. But I don't know who Matthew Dillon is or Matthew Morrison. Nope. Let's go with Matthew Morrison. And we are wrong again. <laughs> it was Matthew McConaughey. Was it really? What movie? Oh my god. Yes, he did. What movie is this from? It just shows you like a picture. I have no what idea. What movie is that from? Where he's like bald? No clue. Oh my god, we're going to have to look, look that up. up. We'll look it up after. Maybe yes. we'll put it in our comments. In our comments. Oh, I totally forgot about that movie. Yikes. Because seeing the, the him in that, oh my god, what movie is that? That's going to bother me. All right, last question. This is Pete's dragon, but what's his name? Figment, Pete. Bingo, Elliot. Oh, and this no. is his dragon. I haven't seen that one. Me neither. It's definitely not Pete, right? I don't know. I have no clue. Figment, Pete, Bingo, Elliot. Let's go with Figment. No, it was Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at guessing. We are doing... Oh, no, there was a, one more question. Okay. Uh, what was Trog, Trogdor? <clears throat> Trogdor? Trogdor. A man, a dragon man, maybe just a dragon. He was still Trogdor. I don't even know. Let's understand. go with maybe just a dragon. Maybe just a dragon. Yes! Oh! Yay! Yay! I got one out of however many, it. I guess. I think we got like three wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> out of the nine. Oh. I mean, that was better than I thought we would do. It so. is what it is. Yes, definitely. <laughs> well, that was fun. Get us in the mindset of dragons. Yes. So this year, um, we started off reading a book that was dragon related or it yes. had a dragon in it, mm -hmm. which kind of kick-started us wanting to read more dragon books because yes, we don't yes, really definitely. see too many dragons in fantasy books anymore. Not really, no. Or recently, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so this book is called The Final Writer by Elizabeth Tricky. Mm -hmm. It's a YA fantasy and she actually gifted us with an arc yes. um, for an honest review and we did post about it before mm -hmm. so you can take a look at that on our Instagram. Instagram. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed it. Um, it's just about a girl who's struggling to find balance between life before exile from her village and then her new life discovering a dragon egg. Yes. So, which makes her like the final writer. Mm -hmm. And she like was, that. because um, we've, like with Sarah J. Mass, hers are, are, are wyverns, yeah. which is like kind of sort of like dra in that dragon realm, but we've never had a book that was like strictly dragons. Yeah. So that was like our first kind of like dipping our toes in something that was dragon related mm -hmm. was that book that we yeah. were even um, gifted by her and she signed it for us and yeah. it was really, really nice. So, And it, it was our first arc together yes. at the Sloppy Book Club. Yes, it was. Right? So thank you. Yes, thank you, Elizabeth. Um, so yeah, so she kind of like got us started. Um, so let's talk about these books. Yay. So the first one we were we're gonna talk about is a court of um a court. Oh, are you going back to Akatai? It's the court part. It's the court oh part. God. It's court of dragons. It's the Dragon Isles uh, Wars Book One um, by Frost K. Mm -hmm. And um, this was actually a book we got through the Bookish Box subscription. The young adult. The young box. adult one. And we actually got the exclusive edition through them. So it's actually a signed copy. And I really, really love the um, cover art for it. I love the how it's um, sprayed edges. And it's just like a really cool design. Um, and I really enjoyed this book. I did too. I, I loved it. I, it's short. It's sweet. Mm -hmm. But it packs a punch. It does. And it's that kind of book that's short and you're getting a lot of information, but it's not where you're confused. And I feel like yeah. sometimes that happens with books. Mm -hmm. And not to bring up the vampire series that we read. Um, oh, I'm coming. The, which one? King of Bad and Blood? Yes. Is that the one where, like, her father tries to cook? Yes. Her? Mm -hmm. Yes. 
That one was kind of short. Yeah. And it had a lot of information, but it left us a little bit confused. Especially, we couldn't determine, like, if she was the spirit of an, of the witch or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. This is totally different where even though you're given a lot of information, um, it's still not overwhelming. Where it's, it's organized. It's, yes. It's very organized. Um, so, it's about Ren. Um, she's the lead female character, and she is the stepdaughter to um, the Dragon Isles um, King, King, King Oswin or something yes. like that. Yeah. She's the stepdaughter, and it's her wedding day, and she's super excited. She loves, you know, her land and country and, you know, being able to um, ride dragons and learn from dragons. Her mom is actually of elven descent and her mom kind of had this like rocky background tragedy kind of story um but she was able to escape that and she was able to meet the king of the dragon isles and um that's how her mom became queen and she's kind of like a princess through that just through marriage and it starts off with her her wedding day and she's super excited. She's going to marry... Um, Rowan. Rowan. I like know. the name. <laughs> I fell in love instantly and then my heart was torn. That's um, so funny. Yes. Um, which is someone like she grew up with. Mm-hmm. He's a captain, I believe, or a commander yeah. of some sort. And, you know, she's super excited. So this isn't like an arranged marriage where... She's upset about it. She's really going headstrong into it. And both um, her parents are, like, yes, good with it. Yes. Like, they like him. Mm-hmm. So, we kind of get a little bit of foreshadowing of something's quite not right when her stepdad um, kind of comes in to see her and walk her down the aisle. He's super excited. But he's telling, he's kind of, she can tell that he's hiding something from her. About um, these treaty negotiations that are happening Mm -hmm. um, within the Dragon Isles. Because they control the dragons. They have a lot of resources. They're like a trading post. They're a trading post with a ton of resources. Like they have like black diamonds and they, they, you know, can talk to dragons and ride dragons. (laughs) And it's like, you know... Something that's very coveted and, you know, they take pride in that and the elves don't like that. Um, I kind of got that smog kind of like feeling because you know how smog kind of keeps all the gold and riches and stuff. So the elves are kind of like that where, you know, they like pretty things and, you know, they want to conquer everything. So they've been having to pay, um, what do you call it? A a tithe? A teeth? I want to say it's tight, but mm-hmm. but yeah, it they up. have to <laughs> they have to you know in order for the elves not to come in and cause war, they make a payment to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of like, and in, in not in so many words, there's something up between this treaty that they have. Yeah, but it's her wedding day, and he doesn't want to go into it with her. You know, he wants everything to be like smooth sailing. Um, so we get down to the altar, you know, her and Rowan say their vows and in their country, they, um, they get branded Mm -hmm. with each other's crest on their wrist. Almost like, you know how you give rings to each other? Well, instead of rings, you get a crest. Which I love. I thought it was so cute. I, I have a love-hate relationship with that. <laughs> Why? Because it's branding? Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, it's, I don't know. But it's, it's not a, like she was getting his name or anything. It was just like, yeah. a, like I'm honoring you by mm-hmm. putting my, your name or your house name. Which I, which is funny to me because I always make fun of Angel. I was like, oh, would you ever get my name tattooed to you? And he's just like, no, never. I was like, I would get your initials. And here I am reading it and I'm like, like, I don't feel comfortable with that anymore. I I don't know. The word branding. I think think. that they use the word branding, but I love the idea of it Mm. because her crest is going to have a mixture of hers and his, which is really nice. So it's like that union. So they're about to go through with this and there's like a loud, you know, banging sound. And at first they're like, 
oh, it just must be the storm, a storm that's happening. Mm-hmm. And then it happens again and it's not a storm. They're actually getting invaded and, and attacked. So this this is where I feel like this book like just started off with like a, a bang. bang. Yeah. Because here she is about to get mm-hmm. married and then shit really hits the fan. I know. And she loses everyone. everyone. Every, like one after, after the, the other. other. Like my emotions were so, my anxiety I, was This off. book put me through an emotional roller coaster within yeah. I want to say like the first four chapters. Mm-hmm. Right? Wasn't it like the first five or or so chapters? It was in the beginning. And I was just like, wow. Like, she. You couldn't. Like, you you started (laughs) to fall in love with the characters with just how she was describing them and their relationships. And then all of a sudden, she just ripped them out. Mm -hmm. Because you could feel like her and Rowan's relationship and how much they actually love each other. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even that many chapters Mm -hmm. in. And you were like, oh my God, I love them so much. No, I loved her mother. Mm -hmm. I loved. The relationship she had with her stepdad and how yeah. she spoke about him and how he treated her and how, you know, he treated her mom and just, like, the respect aspect of every, yeah. everything. And then Rowan, just, like, I was just, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, her mom died first, right? And yes. then it was her dad, her stepdad. Her stepdad. And then we thought, you know, everything was all yeah. good. They're going to escape. Because mm-hmm. she's trying to escape with her sister. Her sister, who Br- is Br- that, um, Who is the actual heir. Yes. Because, like we said, you know, Ren is just um, a stepdaughter. You know, she doesn't have um, a legal right. Right. To be queen mm-hmm. um, because there is an heir and it's her sister and her sister's really young and her sister actually has, I feel like, like some form of like behavioral problems mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, she doesn't really talk she or does, she gets like panic attacks around yeah. a lot of people. Um, so obviously this little girl, this is not the situation to be in when you have those kinds of like, you know, um, triggers. Yeah. So she's trying to get her sister out because she knows she's the heir. And she was like, I have to protect her. Not only because she's the heir, but this is my little sister, you know. And she just saw her mother and father die. So it's her, Rowan, her sister. And they're trying to escape through the tunnels. Uh. (laughs) And she's about to get hit with a sword. And Rowan jumps into the true hero. He comes in, he gets that blow that's, you know, deadly, and he's telling her to go, and she's mm-hmm. like, I can't, and he's just like, you have to. <sighs> yeah, too bad. I know, because I really, really liked it. I know, I really was, wanted to see it, and, like, go further, mm-hmm. but... And I was thinking, yeah. okay, he's just injured, and she was like, no, like, you no, can see his, like, he's dead, he's dead, dead. <laughs> so then... She winds up escaping, yeah. and she brings her sister to Rowan's um, grandparents. Yes. And she's basically like, no one knows you guys are here, and no one knows that, you know, her sister is still alive. Can you protect her? Because she's a warrior at mm-hmm. heart. Her um, stepfather raised her to be around the dragons, to fight, you know, like, the men um, and his legions and stuff, right. which is very different from the elves. The elves don't see women as warriors. They, they're they just pretty things you have. Right. Um, and not on the Dragon Isles. Like, women can, you know, fight and battle and all that. So, she's, she you know, her warrior spirit is like, I'm going to get on my dragon. Even her freaking dragon. I Aurora, know. Like... When, oh when we God. say she lost everything... It's everything. It's everything. Everything except Britta. Every, yes, except her sister. So mm. imagine that. like. So yeah, she's like flying in the air and like fighting alongside all of her people. Mm-hmm. And of course someone comes along and shoots down her, her freaking, freaking dragon. dragon. Awful. <sighs> and eventually... Who's, who's the asshole? <laughs> Damn, Eric. Eric, yes. God. I think that's how you pronounce it. Is, we'll is it Arik or it be, Eric? I bet it's Arik. I think it's Arik because she did mention, like, she didn't know what his name was. It was either Aaron or 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 Eric. 
So she kind of like mixed it together. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Arik. Okay, oh, and so this is a, a dual um point of view book. Yes. It's Ren's point of view and Arik's point of view. Mm-hmm. And so he's the one who he is um like the bastard prince kind yes. of thing. Um his dad, Soren, sent him to take over the Dragon Isles. Um, and he does everything for his dad. They call him the Beast or something like that. Yeah, the he's, beast he's more like a like a right-hand man, like the yes. first guard or mm-hmm. whatever. But mm-hmm. he does all the dirty work. He does all the dirty work. Because one, he's, he, you know, he can never truly be prince. It's not yeah. like he's ever going to have, you know, um, a chance at the throne. and Which is pretty fucked up. If you think about what his dad did, yeah, changing his birthday and shit. Yes, isn't that crazy? Like, so with Eric, he's actually the firstborn son, mm-hmm. even though he's the bastard son. He's the firstborn son, so technically, like usually, in you know, these kinds of times, yeah. you know, the firstborn son gets you know rights or whatever, right. but because it's not with the queen, you know, all of that. But he changed his son's birthday yeah. so that he's he's not even... Is he's, he the he's second like the born? Third, no, because I think he has two over him. Like, Supposedly. Yeah, not really, like, mm-hmm. two older brothers, but they're not really his older brothers. They're his two younger brothers. Yes. So, um, Arik, he is the one who um, puts the hit to kill the dragon, like, yes. take her down. But he's intrigued by her because... Ren has fiery red hair, yes. and that's all you can see. And he was just like, who is this person? And then he sees a dragon falls, and she falls into the water, and he was like, oh, it would have been nice to, you know. Figure out who she who was. Who she was. <laughs> um, and then, long story short, they she goes back to the castle. Um, her dragon's dead, but she's going back to the castle, I think, just to, like, Get supplies or something? I forget why she even goes back. I honestly don't. I don't remember why she goes back, but she winds up being in the hall where she was supposed to get married. And um, Arik is there. And she's like, this is my opportunity to, like, sneak attack him. And so she does. And he winds up, like, choking her out. (laughs) But I think it was more like he didn't, like, someone tried to attack him. So you're, you know, frightened. Fight or flight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knew who no. she was at that moment. Because no. afterwards he said something like, how did she get here yeah. so fast or mm-hmm. whatever. So he um, attacks her, knocks her out. Mm-hmm. His second command comes in. He's um, They check her because they don't really know who the heir to the throne is. Yes. Because the Dragon Isles is very secretive about... You know, heirs and just, like, who's in charge. And, like, that was something, like, they kept really hidden. So, obviously, there was a spy who told him, oh, she would have, like, a marking on her hip from a shark bite or something. So, he notices it and he's like, oh, this is the heir. But, technically, she isn't. Right. So, whoever their spy was wasn't giving them accurate information. I think they kind of kept the younger sister hidden from a lot of people. Yeah. Because of how she was. Yeah, because of her behavior and stuff. Um, and she, like you said, like she didn't like being around a lot of people. Right, so right. they kept her quiet anyway. And so he's like, okay, we captured her. I'm bringing her back to my dad. You know, obviously Ren finally wakes up. She doesn't want to. Uh, they knock her out again. <laughs> they end up on a boat going to the um, elven land. And this is where she meets Soren and his brothers. Mm-hmm. And they're treating her like crap, obviously. She's in the dungeon. She's dirty. She hasn't taken a shower since this her wedding day. Yeah. This girl is filthy. I felt so yes, bad. I know. <laughs> they're putting her in this dungeon where the water rises and there's, like, flesh-eating fish. They're like piranhas. That's Is, what I thought yeah. when I was reading it. Um, and then, you know, obviously you always have to have, like, that one jailmate that yeah. <laughs> that either is crazy mm-hmm. or a jokester. And she has the crazy jokester as a cellmate. Um, he was almost like Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. Everything was in riddles. Yes, always in riddles. Mm-hmm. But I think... As we know, that was, like, kind of a front. Yeah. 
Um, so she's in these dungeons. They're mistreating her. And Soren decides to get her to be submissive, basically. She's going to marry her off to Arik. Mm-hmm. And Arik, who kind of has, like, this, like, connection. Like, he... He likes Ren for some reason. He's intrigued by her. He yes. agrees to it. But he has his own agenda. He doesn't like his father. He doesn't like his brothers. Mm-hmm. And he actually wants to take over his father's kingdom and rule because he knows that they're corrupt. And I that's what made me like Arik because he's not like his brothers who are like, Always with, like, their concubines or just, like, mistreating people, you know. Right. He calls them lazy because he does all the dirty work and he has the scars to prove it. And he was never really mean to her other than, no. like, choking her. <laughs> but <laughs> again, they first it was, met. It, it's like someone is ta- attacking <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Like, you're going to attack back. What he are you did supposed attack to do? her, yes. Mm-hmm. He was protecting himself, but... He was never really mean to her, like, once she was with him. And he never lied to her. No. Like, no one in the kingdom knows that his birth his birth was changed, like, yeah. the date of his birth. And that was, like, the very first thing he told her when they got married. He right. was just like, oh, you know, like, my dad changed my, my birthday. And, like, he was very transparent with her. And this poor man, this is his fourth marriage. And oh all God, his wives right. got killed. And he doesn't know why or who's killing his wives. Do you think? Do you think that his dad gave her to him, gave Amren to Arik, because he felt like he may have maybe taken over his kingdom or something? I just felt like his dad was, like, threatened by him. Yes, I think so, because... I think he's trying to get him away, because he, he knows he's doing something within the kingdom. So, as... Soren may come off as like this un like I kind of make I kind of envision him as this guy who loves pretty things and jewels Mm -hmm. and ruling through fear and people kind of forget that he's actually very manipulative and like I don't think you can get away with a lot yeah and I think Arik doesn't know that his father probably senses that he's probably trying to do something and even his brother, who gave Ren the, the little dagger, forget what his name is, I don't know if he's on Arik's side or if he has his own agenda, too. Because he told Ren about how all his wives died and gave her the Oh, knife. so you think that he gave it to her to kind of protect herself and to not probably, to kill Arik? I think it was probably to kill him okay. in the hopes of that she would kill him. But I don't know. And it is tricky because they don't really explain that. Mm-mm. And we don't know um, with all these assassinations on his mm-hmm. wives, whatever came of Nothing. him because we he ca- because he was captured. Yeah. But we don't know what he said or told them. Spoiler alert! Or oh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Yes, that's a cliffhanger. Um. So Arik and Ren kind of mm-hmm. try to form a truce where he's like, "Hey." You know, if you don't lie to me, I won't lie to you. Let's try to help each other because I know you don't want to be here. And he kind of has his own agenda, but he doesn't yeah. really tell her what it is. And, of course, Ren, she couldn't, like, she was like, yeah, I'll go with you or whatever. <laughs> but, of course, you know, Soren knows how to, you know, pick on her. Yeah. So she threw wine in his face and he sent her back to the dun- dungeon and Arik is like, wait, that's like my wife. Like, I can't just have her living in a dungeon. Right. What he didn't know was that Ren befriended while she was in the dungeons a fucking dragon that was there that I guess no one knew about. Right. It would like slither in mm-hmm. and then leave and then mm-hmm. come back. Yeah. And um, as she was raised on the dragon isles. I guess they communicate through song and, like, like little, like, sound ticks or whatever. Yeah. So, she was able to befriend this dragon, and while she was escaping with her jailmate, Arik comes in to kind of save her. Yeah, to get her out. <laughs> to yeah. get her out of the dragons, but she doesn't know he's there to save her, and she leaves him, and he's like, no, like, the don't bye. leave. And she just leaves. And so he has, like, this huge manhunt on her. 
He's like, I'm going to find you. And he's kind of intrigued by this challenge of her leaving. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know, it like sets him off or something. He's like, I like how she's spicy. (laughs) So he's like, I'm going to go search for you. And um, we find out that her cellmate, his name is like Leif. Oh, Leif. Leif. Yeah, Leif. Okay. His name is Leif. And he's part of a, like, rebellion group. Yes. And he's, he takes her to the rebellion group and everyone's mask. And then the mask comes off. And she was like, I saw you die. And she thinks she's looking at her mom. Yeah. And it's her mom's twin sister. When I tell you my heart, so I, was, I was like, her mom is alive. alive. Right, because I was like, oh. I, I didn't know if like the elves had power yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, was her mom able to heal? And right. I didn't know. That's literally the first thing I thought. So then oh. she was just like, no, I'm your mom's twin sister. And she has a letter that she wrote because she knew something was up. She mm-hmm. knew like, you know, your stepdad and the treaty or whatever wasn't going well. And she just... She knew something was going to happen. She had to have, like, a backup plan. So now she's with the Rebellion, and she's escaping with them. And one of the people who's helping her escape, she noticed, is one of the guards she had with the elves. And he's actually a spy for the Rebellion. So she's following him, and he takes her to the sewers with Leaf. And he's like, you know, follow him. You guys will escape. I have to go back to my post. Um, and through the process of her escaping, Arik sees her. They kind of like lock eyes from a distance, which is kind of like, oh, I, I know. Like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And <laughs> she looks back at him and she knows he can see her. And he like, Ugh. doesn't he like smirk or he smile does. or something? And that's the interesting thing because when they were in the cell, even though he was like, I'm going to find you, it was mm-hmm. never like a threatening yeah, thing. Yeah, no. Like, it was almost like, I love you so much, I'm mm-hmm. going to find mm-hmm. you. Like, I'm going to, like, we're married, mm-hmm. I take my, my oath seriously, yeah. I'm going to protect you, and I'm going to find you, and I'm going to make sure you're okay. But he also has that, he said she, it's like she crawled under his skin. Yes. So I was just like, yeah, she did. Um, so obviously it's like a one-sided love. Yeah, big time. <laughs> So she escapes, and he calls his his men to, like, he's like, oh, are, were you able to find her? And they're like, no, but we'll keep searching. So he calls in that spy, mm-hmm. plot twist, who's actually Arik's man. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, they, like, knew. They sort of kind of planned it yeah. all together. So mm-hmm. Arik knew. Like, he was okay with her going with the, with the rebellion because mm-hmm. he knows about his right-hand man and mm-hmm. the rebellion and everything. Mm-hmm. So, he's kind of with them, but not really. Right. Like he has his own mm-hmm. little agenda, but he's siding with the rebellion. So, he w- he was always planning on helping her escape. Yes. But he wanted her... He wanted to build that trust first. Mm-hmm. And he essentially was going to probably either have the, the rebellion help her escape or, like... Tell her his plans, but she never gave him the opportunity to. So now he's scared. He Now he's scared that when he's hunting for her, she's going to think it's, like, out of hate and, you know, revenge and, and all that. But really, it's out of love and protection. Yeah. So he, he really is upset. Well, a little bit upset of the fact that he didn't, he wasn't able to build that trust. But he's happy that she's going to be safe. And he already knows who she's with like right. it wasn't a secret so which like now it makes me think when um ren and leaf showed up at her aunt's like little place or whatever mm-hmm. didn't she say something like i was we were going to go get you i'm glad you made it here wasn't she I, going so i wonder if yes, he was already like planning with them I, I think so because even in the dun when leaf showed up they were like oh we're so happy you were able to help her escape and he was like I didn't she helped me so I think Mm -hmm. there was always a plan for them to connect in some kind of way and probably Arik had like a really big hand in it I just don't think they know it's Arik I think they know that there's someone within the kingdom that's Mm -hmm. helping the spy and they're like you know communicating that way but I don't know if anyone knows it's actually Arik which I would hope no one would know 
Because right. then that's too many people who would know then right, right. that's how the king would know kind of thing. So, so. clearly we have questions. <laughs> yes, but it's not confusing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's a cliffhanger yes, question. Like, yes. let's get the second book mm-hmm. right now. So my only questions is what happened to the assassin? Mm-hmm. Um, what is his brother's agenda? And even the queen's agenda... Because she's very oh, flirtatious yes. with Arik and makes him uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, how can my stepmom be, like, flirtatious with me? But it gives me Resand and Freya... Uh, Fre- Why am I saying... Go ahead, you got it. You got it. <laughs> you should see her face. Resand and... Feyre. Feyre. <laughs> oh, my God. Vibes okay. where you know how, like, when she would wear the... The dresses in night court yeah. and to make it seem like she's flirtatious, but really she's scared, you know, and she's yeah. using that as a coping mechanism. And like maybe she's trying to get Arik on her side, like, yes, mm. come into my bedroom, but really I'm going to work with you. Yeah. So I actually so I don't know. saved a quote from that, um, the queen. Okay. Okay. Which sort of solidified. That she's actually good and not okay. on the king's side. She's just kind of playing a part. Mm-hmm. And it's she's talking to Ren. And she says, there's no shame in wearing beautiful things. They are simply another version of armor. Mm-hmm. And she's just like so, being so nice to her. And is trying to help her fit in and feel mm-hmm. comfortable. And that kind of made it for me. I felt like from then on, I was like, okay, she's yes. but But doesn't that give you kind of like um, from Crescent City... Uh, the, like, what did they call her? The, the assassin chick that everyone hated, but really she, she's really sweet in the end, but, like, she's, her um. Her friend. Her friend, do you mean? No, her brother's love interest. Oh, um, yes. Oh, the hind. The hind. Yes. She gives mm-hmm. me the hind vibes, but okay. the, the opposite version. Like, she's sweet and nice, and she's using her beauty as her armor, you know? Okay. Where um, the hound used her, like, strength and, like, mm-hmm. all of that. So, it gave yeah. me that those kinds of vibes. But I love this book. It was really it good. It was great. Like, I, I absolutely can, enjoyed it. I have to read the second one. Is the second one out yet? I'm going to have to look it up because yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I agree. So, again, that was Court of Dragons, Dragon Isles, Wars Book 1 by Frost K. And I loved it. Awesome. I loved loved it, it too. Mm -hmm. It's a win. Yes, definitely. Check it out. Yeah. (laughs) So, that brings us to our next book, our last book of this episode. It's called Fireheart by Emma Hamm. There are three books in this series. Only Ooh, two nice. are out right now. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know. I so, knew it was a series, but I didn't realize. Is it gonna stay a trilogy, or do you think it's I gonna probably know. be more? That I don't know. The third book comes out in July, I believe. Okay. Okay. Um. So it's an adult fantasy romance. So it's a little different. Mm-hmm. You, we did the YA. Now we're doing adult. And it's a dragon-related book. And not to cut you off, with it not having any, like, smell or spice, I was still really, I was re- into this book. Mm-hmm. And you know us. We like something with, like, a little bit more. But it kept so, me. So, mm-hmm. this book, mm-hmm. Fireheart, mm-hmm. there's no sex, nothing. And no. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. I'm so excited by mm-hmm. it. Which... I'm newer to the smut world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but still, like, I've read quite a few that I liked, mm-hmm. and this one had nothing. It had, mm-hmm. like, the slow burn, mm-hmm. but it it didn't really have sex, and I absolutely adored it. Mm-hmm. I hope you like it. So I'm going to try not to spoil too, okay, too much. Okay, okay, okay. I have a lot of notes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to try to skip over some things because okay. I really want you to read it because I think no, you I, actually like it. Okay. I'm I'm definitely putting that for no- Good. Look, I'm off this whole week for um, spring so break, good. so yes. <laughs> Get it together. Yes. Let's go. All right. So this one is, um, it's a story about basically almost the same thing. It's like a rebellion versus okay. the kingdom type mm-hmm. thing. So magical creatures are fighting for equality while the nobles are fighting for power. Okay, okay. Okay, so this is almost like a dystopian type feel. So mm-hmm. it's post a war where a king kind of overpowered magical creatures mm-hmm. and pretty much killed them off. 
Okay. So there's very little of certain magical creatures. And when I say magical creatures, it's like everything. There's um, pixies, there's dragons, there's dwarves, elves, all that good stuff. So um, the main character, Lore, she's half elf on her mom's side and half human. And it does mention her dad, but it doesn't really go too far into it. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of a question that I still have unanswered. Her mom is dead. Mm -hmm. She was killed by the dragon, the last dragon. So she pretty much wants to be left alone. She's almost in her 30s, which I thought was awesome. I know. Like, we always see, like, 19, 20-year-olds. No, she's, like, almost in her 30s. And she lives in an attic. She sells weed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I know. They call it elf weed. So she literally smokes and sells weed and just lives her life. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to, like, be a part of any type right. of war. She's not bothering anyone. No, nope, she's Living not bothering life. humans, magical creatures. She mm-hmm. doesn't really care. She just wants to live her life. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's not the way things go. Never does. She, nope. She gets roped into the rebellion. Mm-hmm. So they basically threaten her to join the rebellion because she's the only one that can infiltrate the kingdom. Because she's half elf, the knights won't be able to like sniff her out. Okay. To know that she's an actual magical creature. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should mention that the king has these knights who are not human. They're made of smoke, okay. but they have knight armor. Okay. So um uh no. Because I was thinking Shadow and Bones, you know, how, like, he was able to manipulate, like, shadows or so something? So, it's almost like that, but okay. they're, it, they're literal, like, armies of knights. Okay. And the, these knight armors are filled with smoke. Mm-hmm. So, they're just, like, beings. Okay. And they're not very, like, magical. Mm-hmm. They're easily killed, but there's so many of them, of them that, it's that they overpower mm-hmm. everyone else. Mm-hmm. Which I think is stupid, because the king... Doesn't want magical creatures, but he's, but he's using, using magical it. creatures mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. like, kill off all these other magical mm-hmm. creatures. And these humans that live in this world don't even care. They, like, overlook that mm-hmm. and follow whatever the king says. But anyway, she gets roped into this rebellion. And the way she gets in is that the king, Xander, is trying to find a bride. Because he's the last one. He's not married. Mm -hmm. He's a little bit of a man whore. Mm -hmm. But he has no children. So he's trying to make an heir. Um, So they think she's pretty enough and that she'll fly under the radar. She's pretty enough and she'll fly under the radar. Well, that's like the big thing in this book. Xander only wants pretty people around him. Mm. And all he wants to do is have sex with all these vaginas. Mm -hmm. Yes. And penises. <laughs> okay. Yes, because he does want his guard sometimes. Okay. Yes. Um, so she finally agrees to do it, even though she really just doesn't want to, and moves on to like a different point of view. It's multiple point of views. Mm-hmm. It's hers and a Braxis. It's not a Braxos, like <laughs> in a what you call it, a court Akatar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Braxis. No, Thorn of Glass. Thorn of Glass. Yes. <laughs> so a Braxis is um, Xander, the king's like right hand guard. Okay. But he's also a dragon. He's the last known dragon, so he can shift. Nice. I know. I was really excited about mm-hmm. that. Um, so I want to turn into a dragon. I know. That would be, that would really be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it's his point of view and Laura's point of view, the female main character. And he is bound into servitude of the kingdom because Xander's father mm-hmm. trapped him by stealing the last three eggs in mm. pretty much all the oh, universe. Right. So, he hired again a magician, of course, to like trap these eggs, and mm-hmm. their line, their like lineage, are the only ones that can open it. Mm. So now, poor Abraxas has to serve the king so that he won't destroy the eggs, right, or right. he won't like so blackmail him, kind of thing. Pretty much. So he's like this big evil bad dragon, dragon because Xander overpowers him and makes him kill things and. And like I said earlier on, Lore's mom is dead via dragon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the dragon burned her. So we now know that Abraxas actually killed her mom. 
Yes. Ay, ay, ay. I know. <laughs> so, plot um, twist. Plot twist. Um, it's kind of well known because he's been the last dragon for, for like, a long time. Ages. Okay. Yes. So, she finally gets into um, the whole competition. It's almost like. A co- competing all these women to be his bride. Okay. Sanders' bride. So there's multiple games. I'm trying to keep it like super minimal mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't ruin a lot of it because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good plot twists. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of games um, that these brides have to compete in and lore obviously exceeds in a lot of these things because she's half elf. So mm-hmm. she's a warrior. Mm-hmm. She knows how to fight. And a lot of these competitions are very they it's almost like Xander wants the women to feel less than him because he knows that they're not going to do well in these competitions right but he has no idea that there's an elf in and, one of these brides right 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 um so long story short she gets into the, the castle she gets higher in the rank so there's like these top three there's her there's this, of course, an evil mortal girl, Always. obviously, and then there's this one. A Heather. <laughs> a Heather. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, there's this other one, Beauty, who she befriends, and she's immortal. Um, and they do spend a lot of time together. I'm trying to go through this and not spoil things for you <laughs> because I really want you to read it. So, towards the end. Um, the king starts to figure out that Abraxas, the dragon, and Lore have kind of created sort of a friendship. Mm-hmm. So when he meets her, it's almost like an instant attraction mm-hmm. towards her. Like there's something that's pulling him towards her. Mm-hmm. And she is just like, I need to get this mission done and be out of here. Right. Like she doesn't want anything to do with anyone there. She doesn't want to continue on even doing this mission, but mm-hmm. she has to. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many cute moments I guess emotional moments that she has because she's kind of tucked away her elf side of her mm-hmm. and there's so many things that start to remind her of her mom. Aww. I know like there's so many moments that I'm like oh like even when she starts to see like these um pixies so Xander the king keeps pixies in jars to light the castle She's like, oh my God, nobody will ever hear you if you're screaming or need water or anything. Right, right. You're just going to die. So she mm-hmm. like lets one free mm-hmm. and she like befriends her. So Aww. like little things like that that mm-hmm. get her really emotional, that mm-hmm. really tugged at my little heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this one moment. I'm going to spoil this one moment for you <laughs> because it's so good. I hated <laughs> it and I was so mad. So Xander... Being the conniving little cruel asshole that he is, goes into Abrax's like cave. He's you know on gold and gold coins and all that mm-hmm. typical stuff, and he basically wants Abraxas to tell him he's like the greatest king there ever was. Abraxas is like, yeah, no, you're not. So mm-hmm. relax. He takes one of the eggs. He does not. Yeah. He does not. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. No! <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what he does to the egg. No. But yes, we're down to two eggs now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Just because he wouldn't... What because is, he wouldn't... He literally would not Stroke his him. ego. Exactly. And that's exactly how it is. And that's what I really liked about Abraxas. He knew that he was bound to him and he had to serve him. But he still talked to him like he was just a little boy mm-hmm. in a king's throne mm-hmm. acting like he was better than him when he really wasn't and back in the day the dragons had their own kingdom and mm-hmm. they were very powerful so it was never like oh I'm gonna serve you and do whatever you want he always held his own but he he always told him you know you're just a mortal mm-hmm. and I'm a dragon you have right. to remember that but mm-hmm. he always had to like tread carefully because he owned these three the eggs. Three eggs. Yes. So anyway, oh um, I know. I wanted to scream. Um, so again, there's like this big war at the end. <clears throat> I won't go into like specifics on that, but it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Okay. Big time. Okay. Yes. Um, I think you'll really like it. There's um, slow burn. There's no mates, so it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, this is a mated person or right, whatever. Right. They have to, like, actually fight for 
who they care about and who they want to be with kind mm-hmm. of thing. So again, it, that's another like, this is a mature right story. Mm-hmm. Like they're in their thirties, like late twenties. I like that. I really, really mm-hmm. like that. I thought because sometimes it, it's kind of awkward when you're it's like eighteen mm-hmm. and you're mated and. You're married and you're fighting for this person and then yeah, like two so years young. later you're, you have a baby and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes it's like too much. So it's nice to get a character that's actually older and even maybe a little bit more relatable than yeah. these teenage characters. Even though we love them, you know, our YA, but you know, having yeah. someone who is older, it's it's nice. It so was I'm definitely really, nice to read. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it showed a lot of that in the beginning when she was competing at first because people would look at her like you really you aren't you aren't married yet and mm-hmm. you're she's there competing and she made it known she didn't really want to marry the king but mm-hmm. nobody like just <laughs> asked her um so then why are you here like, right. nobody even cared um so yeah there's a lot of magical creatures rebellion like i said the emotions in the book was mm-hmm. really really good which i adored mm-hmm. um and, and it's fireheart fireheart by emma ham yeah, I so I like to look at reviews after I do like my own notes mm-hmm. and my reviews and stuff, and a lot of people compared it to Throne of Glass, which I didn't think mm-hmm. at all that it was comparable. The only thing that I felt like was sort of similar was how um, Aelin, she kind of just wanted to be on her own. She was a, an assassin. Mm-hmm. Like, she lived her own life. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't just like, I'm a princess and I want right, to do this. Right. No, that's how this um, female character was. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to be on her own, live her life, and do what she wants. She was a warrior, mm-hmm. but she didn't really get involved in anything. Right. She just smoked a lot of weed and <laughs> sold it. <laughs> if anything, it reminds me of Bryce. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's true, yeah. That, like, whole, like, I don't want to be connected to any, like, rebellion Mm -hmm. or I just want to party and have a good time and live my life kind of feeling. I feel like that's more braced than anything. I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see No, but I'm definitely intrigued. And like I said, I got a couple days off, so add that to my list of books to Mm -hmm. read because that's something I definitely, I'm... I want to. Yes, I already picked up the second one. I have it on my Kindle. I'm not going to start I'm going to have yet. to look up if uh, Court of Dragons second one is out because, like oh, I said, yeah, I it's that. um that cliffhanger and, like, him wanting to search for her and, like, it, even though it was, like, a slow burn and one-sided love, like, mm-hmm. I, I have to find out if the second one is coming out. I agree. But I'm so happy we did, like, this dragon series because it's not something, like, I probably would have ever done. And I, I'm loving it. I know. It's really exciting. It's different. I think it's that's very why. different. It's very different. Yeah. Um, and even though it's, like, why they had to kill her dragon? <laughs> I know. And it was right in the beginning, too. Yeah. Like, everything happened so, so fast. Mm-hmm. And everyone was dead. And it was just her. I think that's really what. Sucked. It just, and it, it kind of, like, made me envision it as, like, a show. Or a mm. movie. Just how fast-paced it is. You're thinking, oh, you're in for this long, like... That's how they hook you. Climax yeah. kind of book. And it was like, no, in your face. Like, yep. the very first four chapters. Yeah, so that, So, I'm super excited. So, again, um, the first book we were talking about was Court of Dragons by Frost K. And the second one was... Fireheart by Emma Ham. And we loved both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really liked it. So I can't wait to read Fireheart. That's something I'm definitely going to be picking up to read. Awesome. And that concludes like yeah, our... Wait, side oh, note. Oh, sorry. No, because I was just looking it up. So Court okay. of Dragons by Frost K. Book 2, Queen of Legends, doesn't come out till November 2022. <gasps> yeah, so we have to wait. But... That gives you time to read Fireheart. Yes. And book two, and then book three in July. Oh, okay, perfect. Right? That's a great time. You timeline. have plenty of time. Definitely have plenty of yes, time. I'm excited. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Oh, I hate waiting for books. I love when, like, I get a series and, like, all of the books are out, and then I can just binge it. <laughs> yeah, because you get excited. You're like, I oh, guess, shit. Yeah, yeah. They're all out. But no. Nope. Now I gotta wait. No. That's fine. That's fine. Yes. 
But yes, that concludes our ninth episode. It was all dragon related. So please leave us a comment um, on any dragon books you've you've read, like books with dragons in it. We really love these like fantasy kind of books. Um, Something we're really interested in. Um, And yeah, we're... We're excited. Yeah. And our next week will be our 10th episode. I I can't believe it. We're in the big times now. We're in the big (laughs) leagues. (laughs) But again, thank you to all the listeners. Please don't forget to comment, like us, um, follow us anywhere, Mm -hmm. listen to our podcast if this is your first one. Um, there's eight others that you can listen to. You can listen anywhere, streaming anywhere you hear, uh, listen to music. Yes. Um, or all your other podcasts. And we're also available on YouTube. Yes. So. Definitely. So again, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.